Welcome to the Inexplicable Thoughts Podcast. This is your host, Franklin. I'm joined by my co-host for the day, Matt. What's going on? Max? Yeah, man. <laughs> and Jeremiah. What's the word? We're back. <laughs> we are officially back. Um, apologies for the, the week or two break. I know that some people have uh, not enjoyed the 30-minute pods, but we got to do what we got to do. You know, your boys be booked and busy. Um, when you're in demand like this, it's a, it's a difficult lifestyle to maintain. Um, I feel like it's been forever. It has been a while, dog. You miss like one week, and it's like, damn, it's been like four weeks yeah, since we did yeah. this. <laughs> you be busy, busy. <laughs> right. Um, but pumped to be here, uh, back in the, the, the studio, the stew. Um, it'll be interesting to see how we how we uh, handle things once Max moves out, and we got to coordinate schedules even more. <laughs> um, actually, funnily enough, we are we are going to. I text you guys, but housewarming is on the second. Let's get lit. Book it. Have a good time. Um, quick five with the homies. Um, still debating if we're bringing girlfriends or not, because I do know some people are. We're doing a guys' night. We're doing you know. Bring your shorty with you. <laughs> Type of vibes. I'm about to find somebody. I'm about to find somebody if it's like that. Fuck. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Matt, that you can, be hard you can you. find someone in your phone. To, yeah, I could. As a black man, trying to date someone, finding their identity is, is tough. Because um, I know who I am. I don't need to really debate that. I have a civil rights tattoo on my tricep and yeah. a Nigerian like tattoo Like power to you, being honest and transparent about that journey, like that is all good. I'm all for that. That's just not me. Yeah. Bro, we never talked about, because uh, it was what, last week? Last weekend? It was a black man hitting up St. Patty's around the whites, in the land of the whites. <laughs> <laughs> How was y'all's weekend in that environment? I had a good time. Um, my boy, my, my girl Tyson made a great point, though. She was like, only white people could do some shit where you can act like an absolute fucking idiot for a day and not, no one's going to blame you. She was like, if we just acted like straight <laughs> on uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> Just went crazy. Wow. I think we should. I like the thought. Yeah, I like the thought. But no, um, Tyson made a great point where she was like, if you acted an absolute fool as a black person on Martin Luther King Day or on Juneteenth, people would be like, well, look at them. Like, it would be a problem. But like, white people literally go Mm -hmm. out and they start like going mad OD. Throwing up in the street, yeah. mollied out, stupid out. shit. They make yeah. up holidays. <laughs> yeah, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. Cinco de Mayo. What are we doing? <laughs> Why is like, that? Cinco de Mayo wasn't around drinking, and then white people came around and like, let's let's steal this. Right <laughs> well, a lot of Mexicans don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> right. Let's be real. Why is St. Patty's an American holiday? Because we we Give like me. shit. Give we are a capitalistic society that will take anything in order to profit. This nigga never touched North America. <laughs> like, he really did Saint Nick. He did all his he did all his work overseas, bro. Like S- sounds like a true white. <laughs> right. Name the last white man to come to America and really put work in. Exactly, bro. Facts. Um, but speaking of this, one of the things that I did want to touch on in regards to the differences between cultures, um, something that's been weighing on me heavy because Matt and I have conversations about, you know, being black in corporate America, but more importantly, um, commercial real estate. And one of the things that really caught my eye, you know, two weeks ago that I really wanted to talk on our week off was, I don't know if you guys saw the Rihanna incident over in, I think it was in Paris, like two weeks ago. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Do you, you don't know what I'm talking about? All right, for, for Matt and the, the listeners, uh, Rihanna was at an event, I think it was like Paris Fashion Week, and obviously she's, you know, I think second or third trimester of her pregnancy. She shows up to the event um, looking as amazing as ever. I mean, she's Rihanna. Shout out, Riri. And a reporter, uh, and don't quote me, allegedly she is a white woman, was at the event, and she repeatedly kept saying to Rihanna, like, as she was walking in, you're late, you're late. And everyone was just like, that is Rihanna. Like, yeah. no one cares if she's late. She shows up when she wants to. Yeah. She's supposed to be late. And so, like, one of the things I always think about is, like, the concept of, like, punctuality and some of the nuances between cultures and just the thing of respect. Um, and I feel like one of the things that bothers me the most about working commercial real estate is, like, this unspoken... And it's not even just, like, real estate. It's, it's, it's something I want to talk from a, a very, like, societal-based concept is... You know, there are so many different groups of nationalities and ethnicities in America, and we constantly are trying to 
subscribe them to the ideology of what America is. And then, like, for me, like, we always hear jokes about black people time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, no offense. We don't believe in punctuality. If, if I'm told an event starts at 5... Unless I'm it's pro- really important, I'm going to be late. I'm yeah. going to be late. Like, yeah. let's be for real. Unless, unless it's work <laughs> or really important, I'll be late. Like, let's yeah, be for yeah. real. Like, it's never like, that serious it's like for me. a dinner reservation to where, yeah. I, where being there on time matters, I'm going right. to be late. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm, like, selfishly punctual. Like, if it's, like you said, if it's work, if it's something that, like has a lot of value to me or, like, yeah. is really important to me, I'm going to be early, actually. Yeah. But, like, there, if it's not, I'm, I'm going to... There's very few things in life that actually require a hard deadline. And that is the reason why I don't care about punctuality. Mm. They're all made up. Yeah. Hey, this is due Monday. It's due Monday because you told me it's due Monday. It's not actually due Monday. I know if I could send this out Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm going... I could do it. Yeah. You could easily do it. And so that's why, like, the whole concept of punctuality to me is, like, hilarious because it's, like, we ride or die by this concept that we just came up. Like, time is a concept we came up with. <laughs> but then we're going to crucify people for punctuality. It is excessive, especially in the corporate landscape. Um, I learned for myself, like, my boss is real chill. He'll be, like, poking me, like, a week and a half later. He's like, hey, uh, you know if you have this file done yet? But other than that, like, these other people, I see what you're saying. It, Anal as hell. Yeah. But no, I just, I think it's really interesting. And it was something that like hit me because I was at work and I obviously work in an environment where like a lot of the morals and principles of the people I work with do not align with my morals and principles. And so there's a constant gap that needs to be um, managed, we'll say. And so one of the things that made it real odd was like Rihanna is obviously one of the hottest celebrities on the face of the planet right now. I mean, her and ASAP Rocky are doing commercials and events left and right because they're getting a bag based off of the, the pregnancy hype. Um, and so for me, it's just really weird to see someone who, you know, identifies differently than Rihanna make such a bold statement. Like, just who do, who do you think you are to say... She still has black skin. Like, who, do, who are you to say you know, you're late to Rihanna? You know what the deal is. Like, we know what's going Plus, on. Plus, does not matter? Like, it's not... <laughs> it's not like she's late for some... She's not performing. She, also, in those, in those, like... For she's those events... dog. Aren't you supposed to be late for those events? Fashion being like, late. Isn't that the, like, literally, like, isn't that where that comes from? Is like, you're supposed to, like, show up late. Yeah. And that's part of, like, the allure to, like, yeah. the create the, yeah, like, the, the longing for, I don't know, like, it's like, it builds up the hype. Yeah. I don't know. But I, just, I also just thought, like, one, it's, it's not like she was performing. <clears throat> so it's not like she was going on set. Two, she's not doing a runway show. So it's not like she had to be there for anyone. She could have just, like, came for five minutes and left and no one would have cared. Yeah. Um, and another thing that really bothered me was she's clearly pregnant. Yeah. There's things like there's right. something could have happened that she needed to take care of. And that's the biggest problem I have with the concept of punctuality in America is like the lack of understanding that comes with it. Like, dog, if I leave for work 30 minutes early in preparation of being five to 10 minutes early to work and there's an accident on the road, if your first reaction to me is you should have left earlier, I want to punch you. Like, dog, who anticipates the accident? Who anticipates the, the person who crashes into your car? Yeah. The fact that you left something at your house and you had to turn around and go back home or whatever it may be. And it's like, oh, you should have packed your bag the night before. Great, Sherlock. There's a lot of things I should have done in life. I should have invi- invested in fucking Bitcoin in 2011. I'm great that we can, like, it's amazing that we can get on the same page and say that now. But like, it was the, the best thing I heard recently was, um, it was a podcast I listened to. Um, and they, the lady who was on there, she was like, she's a counselor of some sort. And one of the best things she said was the concept of should. And she's like, too many people are attached to the concept of should. And it's all predicated on the fact that a lot of people are like, oh, like, I feel like you should have done this. Or I feel like you should have done that. And it doesn't really drive any results because, yeah, someone should have done this or done that. But like, where do we go from now, from here? Like, where do we go from here? Like, how do we adjust to that? Should is all based on, like, yeah, that's a big problem, too. Like, that's a great point you bring up. Because should is always tied back to, like, expectations. And I think a lot of people have an issue with expectations and expectation setting. Yeah. Everyone has expectations that they just, and I feel like it happens a lot more these days where you're, like, assuming someone's going to act how you want them to in a certain situation or, how you are, or a right. certain setting. And, like, yeah. you, don't, you never actually communicate what your expectations are. Yeah. And I think like that's just the society we live in today is like there's such an expectation culture that, you know, not to put culture on a word, but like that's really what it is. Yeah. And that's like where a lot of shit goes left. Uh, 
these days because people just assume everyone's on the same vibe. Yeah. But I feel like communication is just so bad lately. Like, it is one of the most necessary and should be one of the most utilized aspects of life. Mm -hmm. But because we deal with people with egos and these, like, senses of self-importance, we're constantly in situations where a lot of communication is one way. Mm-hmm. Or if it is two way, it, it's very bottlenecked, mm-hmm. um, and so something gets lost in in, in, in translation. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm also just I'm willing to admit that like you know your emotions, what's going on in your life, and there's so many different variables go into it can lead to what's happening. But <clears throat> I think that the biggest problem for me lately has been that there's just been a lack of understanding. Like you guys have probably noticed, I've never yelled at someone for anything. Like. Mm-hmm. Not never, but like I rarely, if ever, yell at someone because I'm like, yo, there's like a million things that could happen. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you like, yo, like next time, just let me know or like whatever mm-hmm. it is, like yeah. just give me a heads up or. Yeah, or it's like instead of like, hey, like you should have done this. No, you should have told me. Here's where you're gonna come from. Here's where I'm gonna come from, and then I'll say, okay, I'm gonna come at it from this way. Yeah, and then we understand where each other, you know, sits, stands. Yeah, yeah. and I also just no think issues. that for me, like the biggest. The biggest driver for the way I operate is I'm a f- I'm fully aware of the fact that at any given moment, like, and even with you guys, like, you guys are my boys, but like, mm-hmm. at any given moment, like, if we fell off of each other, mm-hmm. there's no problem with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always just look back on the good memories we have rather than like, oh, we fell off. Like, if we get back good, like, it is what it is. But like, mm-hmm. sometimes things just happen. Like, one of my closest friends here, like, I told you, I just hit him up out of the blue for some career advice because he he uh, he was more familiar with the situation I was working with. And he, like, without even asking any further detail, he just, like, plugged me in. And we just didn't talk. Like, we talked for literally five minutes. He plugged me in. He followed up the next day. And that was it. And sometimes that's all you need is, like, we know what it is and let's operate from there rather yeah. than, like, oh, like, we should be closer or, like, we should be this. And it's, like, no, like, accept what's the rally in front of you rather than, like, bitching about what should have happened or, like, what, you what could want. be. Yeah. Yeah, projecting what you want. It's also just the stage. Out. Sorry, go ahead. What were you saying, Matt? No, I, mean, I was going to say, I feel like the pandemic has slightly changed and your people are starting to, well, at least in the height of the pandemic, we're more sensitive to what the battles that people were fighting at home because we were inside and, you know, like whether it's de- deadlines being extended, timelines being extended, people feeling more comfortable communicating things that may have been going on in their personal life just because it was all around you all the time. Um, I remember I saw this funny email sign off that was like, it will take me at least two days to respond to any emails that you send mm-hmm. me because the corporate culture sense of urgency does not align with my true being and how I operate. I love that. And I was like, that's a very powerful email sign off. And like, that is incredibly valid because mm-hmm. most shit can take a week. Right. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff is, I mean, simply, yeah, working in corporate America, it's like you put urgency on shit that is not that important. It kind of gets to the larger conversation around corporate culture, which is like formed and informed by white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's not accommodating to people, to other people that are not white. And that it's a different learning curve when you're coming from a household where your parents may have been entrepreneurs or not worked in corporate America. Because there are certain things about how do you navigate? Yeah. Because na- corporate America, corporate culture, it is, is its own shit. Right. And so, like yeah. being having this ghost of being able to talk about and learn from others, and at least or have seen people navigate that, I think it's something that not having not everyone has access to as well. So then people will will burn out or get put on performance plans and stuff. And really, it's not about. Mm-hmm. Their, their ability to execute their job, it's about what's going on around them and how are you communicating with them or not communicating yeah. with them. And I think a big issue with this is like, I don't even know what the original question or like topic was. I don't know where we're going with this, but I think like the big issue is there's like two competing cultures right now in corporate. There's like the traditional, like old school, your shit is punctual, old school, like you're expected to communicate a certain way, like abide by a certain code. And then there's like the new wave culture of corporate of like flexibility mm-hmm. and like values and like me being respected as an individual in, in how I work in that in that space. I don't owe people shit. That's you the know? thing that bothers me the most is like some of these dudes are older than me and they walk around acting like they're doing me a service. Mm-hmm. Yo, you have not produced a single black VP in your career. <laughs> who are you talking but to? But that's not guy? success to them. Yeah. Like who are you talking to? You right, have no net to gain them. to me as an employee. Take the bass out your voice. <laughs> like I don't get it. But that's the whole thing, bro. It's like, that's the energy you're coming from. And they don't give a fuck about anything. Like, bro, anything you're saying, they do not care. Like, they do not give it any thought. They had and they never will. They were in there grinding in the, in the 90s right. or whatever. 
you know, the people who say, yo, just work hard and, you know, put your head down and put the hours in and it'll come to you. Hey, suck my dick. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> That's the you, are the worst. Opinion, you are the worst. You are the worst kind of people. Like, Dude. you are not helping anyone and you're ignoring <laughs> generations of racial inequality mm. and bias. Like, telling me to work hard and put the hours in ignores the fact that I have a higher barrier to success than most, most of my peers because I'm black. Not only am I black, I'm also a black male, which makes it even more difficult because I'm seen as a threat in, in the environment. The moment I raise my voice, I'm seen, I got called emotional at work for voicing my discontent with how I was being treated as an employee. I wrote a three-page paper to my management, and at the beginning of the meeting, <clears throat> one of the heads of the office said, this seems emotional. And the other one said, I've known this person that you're talking about since I was eight years old. He has your best interest at heart. I immediately That's wanted to That's the most classic... Bro, there's like there's like varying levels of that dynamic across industries. Gaslighting. But bro, like in real estate, that's like the hardest one to get over, bro. Like that's like the most racist long like long standing racist industry like good luck trying to push that on them, bro, cuz like they are not going to hear it. Like I get I don't it. Think, the like, game is the game, but like the game is evolving and I yeah. I'm tired of seeing people who came into the game 10, 15 years ago mm-hmm. trying to perpetuate the system that they came up in mm-hmm. knowing that the game moves a little bit faster it's like trying to play 1999 like tim tim duncan david robinson bang down low basketball in today's league you're getting cooked mm-hmm. steph curry's clipping you for 40 a night right. like it's not happening like you gotta you gotta change the speed like there's a reason why popovich is slowly fading into the afterlife right. with his style of basketball like a lot of these dudes think that their style of management and leadership is still applicable and it's like, enjoy your Popovich light. We're going to give you your flowers, but we cannot wait for you to go. Darwinism. They're going to get heat up. Yeah, I mean, one way or the other, they're going to get. <laughs> yeah, like no, These coaches are getting younger and younger. Look at NFL coaches. They're like right. 32 now. Yeah. Tom Brady's older than them right. because the game is evolving. McVay is known as a huge innovator. Mike, Mike Shanahan, the new Dolphins coach. Even Brian Fuller has got credit before this whole fiasco of being you know, pretty savvy with the new stuff. Yeah. And I think that instead of – other industries adapting a similar approach they're trying to hone on to things that they view as valuable to the society or to their culture and it's like your culture was poor anyway matt and i were talking about it you know before we walked in but like two things one the fact that 50 percent of the people i started working with at my job when i started are no longer at my firm shows terrible tenure Mm -hmm. like turnovers high retention is bad which shows a clear problem two i was with the dude last night that i was telling matt about where like he grew up in northern Kentucky, and he was he and I like got, somehow got in the com- conversation of like race because I was talking about commercial real estate. And he was talking about his job. And he was like openly, he's like, "Yo, I'm from northern Kentucky, so like I grew around predominantly white people." Is he white? Yeah. Okay. And and he's like, he's like a Craig, if you know what I'm saying, like a Craig white dude. <laughs> what does that mean? Like an Eric. Like you would just walk like. by him. <laughs> you would just walk by him. And you're like, oh, like you a cardigan wearing, you know. Like, cool okay. dude, like, you could, like, roll up with, chill with, all that stuff. Okay. But, like, he's very some, much someone where, like, he wants to go to the museum and look at art. And he's, like, he's not, like, a bro, bro. I got you. He's not, he's not trying to turn the game on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you can kick it. Like, you, you would find stuff in common, but, like, he's not. He's not a Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. Talk, you know what I'm talking about? Like, he's, he's someone. Not Sean. He's not a Sean. Yeah, you yeah. keep him in the, in, the, in the squad, but, like, you know what type of time cat. it is. You know I mean? Like, if you were to plan a little, like, vacation, like, if we were to plan a vacation, he's not the first person on my mind of inviting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's definitely someone, like, you would invite to a kickback. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, you're good people. And so he and I were talking. He was like, yeah, like going to Cleveland was a complete, you know, change for me because I went to a much more diverse city. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, he's like, I come back now from places and I'll go back to my hometown or like different cities in America. And me and my friends like that came from he went to Case Western. He's like growing up since I like grew up in a white neighborhood and then went to a diverse city. He's like, now I go to places and if everyone in there is white, he's like, why is this normal? And, like, you right. don't think about it until you, like, see it. And, like, I think it's it's great for dudes like him because, like, that's why, I like, I liked hanging out with him last night. He was cool as hell. Um, but, like, I like hanging out with guys like that because at least they, they see it. Mm-hmm. And that's, my like, my biggest thing here with punctuality and the Rihanna thing and, and the differences in cultures is, like, a lot of it is attributed to the fact that, like, a lot of these dudes and a lot of these women, like, they hang out in circles that perpetuate what they already believe in. Mm-hmm. 
like Trump supporters hang out with Trump supporters, liberals hang out with liberals. And that's why like I'm not as stuck on political ideology as other people. Like I have friends that are Trump supporters. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm sorry. Like it's not going to change me as a person because it's like one, it doesn't pay my bills. And two, like, yes, as a black man, I was affected by some of the policies that Trump put in place, but like, I'm not going to change their vote. Like Mm -hmm. me not being friends with them isn't going to change how they vote. Sorry. Like, have you ever convinced someone of how they should vote in your life? Any of you? I have. Really? I did, I did flip someone. I made it. Oh, I made yeah, it I, flipped someone, I flipped someone too. From, some Trump, from Trump to Biden, yeah. She was crying. I mean, I think, I think, yeah, like that's a different topic and we can save that. Yeah, that's um, resume is I, I think that I'm not, <laughs> I think that I'm, I'm apprehensive about agreeing with that because I think that it's, we are now in a climate where you, you, we lack the ability to have conversations with people that disagree with us, which is a skill set that people need. And, and that's you, why and you need that I to navigate the real world. Um, but at a certain point, like, I mean, what happened in Charlottesville was a direct reflection of Trump's white supremacist rhetoric Correct. and inciting white violence in this country. And if you look at that and you're like, oh, that's normal or like that's not going to impact Franklin or no, other, a, you know what I mean? That's like, a different conversation. Right. So it's stuff like that where it's, it's not just yeah. direct action, but the consequences of his actions. I mean, right. We are we are we live in a country right now where in the next 10 years, they, there will be a violent civil war. Mm-hmm. From white people who are afraid of their country being lost, like that is that is coming. I welcome that, it. That is coming. If the insurrection, if the insurrection showed you anything, is that hey, they're you, ready and waiting? Hey, you wild, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. One. We would win. Oh no, no, no. I, I think are we fighting? Like, you're fighting, bro. The the you, which side are the police choosing? Honestly, niggas are just you know what type of time each it other. is. You know what type of time it is. <laughs> niggas gonna be fighting each other because you're not white. They're fighting with niggas. No, no, no. But it, just back to the point. It's yeah. not to say that they, I'm gonna get back to his point because I I do agree with you there. Like the moment any of them like started like in regards to like some Tamir Rice shit, they're like, nah. Like what, what was a cop supposed to? do? I'm like, no, no, no. So I can't fuck. He wasn't even a cop though. Like, <laughs> right? Like. Like you, you talking about Charlottesville? If anyone defended that in front of me, like oh that's not a friend thing. Like that's not an ideological <laughs> thing. That's an insulting thing to me, and I will just essentially mm-hmm. distance myself from you. I just mean in like, if you voted for Mike Dewine, I'm not gonna like automatically cut you off. But now if you start whiling about police and stuff like that, like that's different. But I think it's it's I think that there's a distinction <laughs> being made between what a vote is a reflection of your values and what you believe. So when the president of the United people States people are stupid. Right, so you wouldn't be friends with stupid people. No, right. So that all I'm not, and I'm, I'm not challenging. But again, I know people. People in my fraternity voted for this man Trump, and they're saying that Black Lives Matter. I'm like, you don't believe that. Those <laughs> things cannot coexist. But if but if you don't think my life matters, then we ain't we not ain't rocking. we ain't on it. We ain't rocking. Yeah. So that's so to me, regardless of what you're gonna say about the you know the you got the rhyme of reasons. You, you know what I mean? You're like that. White people are gonna say they voted it. for Trump. Like, at the end of the day, when you sit across from me and you say that and you try to justify it, and then I walk you through everything that he did that showed that he was bigoted, racist, a misogynist, everything, and you're looking at me being like, yeah, I cast my vote for this person. If those things aren't a deal breaker for you, that concerns me because those are all deal breakers for me. So I can't, I can't have you close to me if those, if those fundamental values we don't align on. We can, we can differ about other things. Yeah, I agree you know what I mean? So like that's, I think that's... That's what that means to Yo, me. Yo, if you were mm-hmm. anti-BLM in 2022, keep the far fuck away from me. I'm sorry. Like, that looks crazy. It was crazy in 2016 when it was getting hot and heavy. But, like, even now, it's like, like I, I still think it's weird how we don't discuss enough what happened to the protesters that led the, the protests in Ferguson. Yo, one of the dudes was found burned alive in his fucking trunk. Four or five of them are dead. Are dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't think there's a systematic problem in place, you know, in disenfranchising black people. Like, what's going on in, in uh, Georgia right now, or what's going on in the South, and how they're trying to restructure things. I, we never touched on it, but, like, what's going on right now with Governor Abbott in Texas is disgusting. Um, and I'm very, very avidly against it. And I think that the, the problem for me is there's a lot of people ignoring what's going on because they truly do benefit from what's happening in society and so they have no incentive to do so and it goes back to my thing about corporate america where it's like we're expecting white men to play their part and it's like why would they when they benefit from Mm -hmm. what's going on Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with voting and and, and, and that that, what you brought up matt actually does make me reconsider my position because you know looking back on my last couple of years there was a lot of people were like they were avidly defending trump's actions and i was like i can't 
mm-hmm. I can't be around you. Like, I want to smack the dog shit out of you, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a wild boy. Like, you couldn't even come around me and my family. Like, my mom and dad are, like, very liberal. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, go- growing up in that household, I'm not quite, I'm more towards the middle than they are. But, like, I very much, ideal like, my ideologies align with the left just because I truly do believe that we should be doing the most for our citizens. Like, you know, there is some merit in a lot of the outrage right now and the fact that we just sent a total absolutely insane package to the Ukraine. I mean, billions of dollars. Like, I get it. Like, we have a homeless problem. But you can't spend that on your own citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's an argument for that because as someone who is a liberal is like seeing Republicans say that but then in the same breath won't help their own citizens says a lot to me. Um, but it, it, it's it's one of those things where that sort of microcosm is attributed to several different factors of life. Um, the differences in not only customs, ideologies, background, upbringing, they all factor into the way you think and maneuver and act. And so that's the reason why like the whole punctuality thing, the way you look at time, the way you look at society, the way you look at culture all de- is dependent on like your background and where you're from and how you were raised. And one of the things that always annoys me is like, my parents are foreigners. Um, And I'm extremely proud of that, but I recognize the fact that the way I would handle things differs very drastically from you guys. And we've touched on that on this podcast is like, we're all black in this room, but we all recognize that we have different backgrounds and upbringings. And I think it's extremely weird for us to know that about each other and give each other the room and space to be ourselves. But when we expect that from our peers, they're confused as to why that's happening. And it's like, it's very clear why that's happening. I don't look like you. I don't act like you. I don't think like you. So, like, why would I ever be like you? That's why I feel like the, the general moral of the story here is, like, move how you move. Be intentional. Let people be them. But the main thing is, like, be intentional and communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't force anything on anyone. Like, just move. I think these days that's how you, yeah, that's how you'll get by successfully. That's what I try to do. I've been trying to do more and more. Yeah, recently is just own your space. Yeah, you know, gotta maneuver through things differently. Everyone has their own methodology and way mm-hmm. of handling things. Um, which, looking at the topic list for for this week, it actually brings up one of my topics that I've been literally dying to uh, discuss with you guys, because I know Max will probably have some, some stuff to say on this. Um, do you believe in bachelor and bachelorette party etiquette? And it, and this is another, you know, you know me, I'm the, I'm the t- t- Tinder, or not Tinder, I deleted, I deleted <laughs> all the dating apps on my phone like three weeks ago, so apologies. But the Twitter guy, I am the Twitter king in this group. I'm <laughs> constantly on Twitter and I love bringing up um, pod topics that I find from Twitter. Um, <laughs> So the reason why I bring up bachelor and bachelorette etiquette was a co- topic of conversation that got brought up um, two weeks ago. There was a guy, he had his bachelor party and his girl had his bachelorette party. <clears throat> Obviously, things are handled different. You know, guys have a different code of ethics. Girls have a different code of ethics. Um, his girl goes to a bachelorette party. During the bachelorette party, there are strippers. Very normal. You know, if I have a bachelor party, I'm, I'm going to invite you all and I'm probably going to invite strippers. But this young lady invited a stripper that had unexposed genitalia during the event. And he, at one point, put whipped cream on his package. And there's video of her, like, sucking it off, licking it off of Mm. his package. And the sister of the bachelorette sent the video to the fiancé. And yep. the fiance obviously was like, fuck out of here. Like, we're done. Like, that's the whole that's point done. of that story. Like, that happens every day. Yeah. yeah. But she snitched. Yeah. But she, she snaked. Yeah. So, like, there was, there was like this yeah. whole thing where, like, someone was like, yo, women are really ops. Like, why did her sister, her own sister, expose her? the whole relationship. Yeah. <laughs> someone was like, nah, like, the sister got to be fucking the, the fiance, like, all this shit. And I was like, or she could just be like, a chill ass person and not want like a huge divorce blow up one day and just like wants to save time and be like you deserve She's like really looking out for him. Yeah, like, like you deserve to yeah. know like you might have beef with intention with your sister but like she fucked up like she'll one day come to terms with that but like it is what it is. So my one thing is is like 
do we believe in bachelorette, bachelor etiquette? Because there's a bunch of people where they're like, yo, I am cheating on my bachelor party. And I was like, yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should be able to do whatever I want, but you need to follow etiquette off my head. <laughs> but no, I like, to be like, dog, oh. dog, people, people were like that. There was one dude, he was like, I'm 1,000% cheating for one last time at my bachelor party. <laughs> That's sick. And he's like, I don't care if my girl does, but just don't let me find out. And I was like... That's a crazy test. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't believe that. I guarantee you. Who <laughs> say you? He like, does not believe what he is saying. I'm a, see, the, the problem is, is like I have gotten older, and I understand um, the one song where he's like, I don't want to know, because the older I get and the more I get more comfortable with my insecurities and securities... I realize that there's a lot of things that, like, as a man, I'm like, I probably don't need to know this information. Like, it's not going to make my day better. It's not going to make my day or my life better. So, yeah, we could just skip this. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just, like, Bro, don't. You could... Go ahead. I'll let you go. Come on. Like, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Would you have done what he did in that situation? Yes. Ended the relationship? You yeah. could have been. You could have been. Absolutely. You could have been the most. You could have been the most loyal Homebody, never, never do nothing. <laughs> perfect girl for like ten years, and if I hear about it, even if it's a lie, <laughs> you're done. Oh, like you I don't said, even, you need, said even bro, if it's cap, <laughs> I don't even need proof. Like if, if one of your your homies that was there says well, this, you throw it on a lie. You throw it on a lie. That's gonna sit with me, bro. It was a lie. It was a lie, but it's gonna sit with me. See, like, see, I don't agree with. Made it up. Can you disprove it? Like, I don't you know. disagree with the end result of what you're saying, but I do agree with the thinking there. I am going to remember that forever. Right. right. Like <laughs> I won't be able to shake that, and for that reason, like, even if it was a lie, I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> like, yo, she was what? Like, wait. So, and then the next time she goes nowhere? on a trip with her, I'm like, yo, like, is this a lie or is this the truth? She goes to Miami, and it reminds me of the the video I sent you guys in the the. Twitter DMs where it was the dude and he was like, um, <laughs> "When your boy a little bit too trusting and you you around them." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the black dude and he's listening to the dude talk to his girl and she's like, "Yeah, like me and the girls are going to Miami and oh, I think the same bed as this nigga." <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, she was like, "Yeah, like Tanya's boyfriend's coming and he's bringing all his friends and." I think we're going to spl- split an Airbnb. And, like, as he, this dude was listening, he's just like, yo, you really letting your girl go on a trip to Miami with her friends with another dude? And that was cool. I was cool with it. I was like, yo, she's going with her friends. Her friend's boyfriend's coming, da-da-da-da. And I was like, should you probably have, like, maybe invited me if, like, her boyfriend's coming? Like, I would have came down, too. We didn't have to stay at the same Airbnb. Like, I could have gotten a hotel and just be down there with you. But you didn't offer. Cool. I'm not going to get insecure. But it's the part of the video where she was like, "Yeah, we're going down there. I don't know, know, well, don't know when we're coming back. We might be down there for like three or four weeks." That was when I was like, "Oh, you got me fucked up. Like, <laughs> you're not about to go down to Miami by yourself indefinitely and not have me out here tripping. Like, I'm gonna have." A- yeah, there's a lot of red flags there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a whole lot. The sleep in the bed thing that's just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> minimal. But like back to the bachelor bachelor rap party thing, I feel like the like the entertainment, the strippers and stuff. That's for the other guests primarily. That's not necessarily supposed to be for the groom or the bride. And yeah. when it when it becomes for the groom and the bride, that gotta be considered cheating. What are we talking about? Like, are you saying that the strippers are just there? I'm saying that like you can like get a lap dance and stuff like. I'm cool everyone, every yeah. oh, get a lap dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we can't be sucking. Like, if one of your girls did it, it's like, oh, that's a cute story. It's like uh, my homie Scott. Every time he comes on a B day trip, it's a great story. But if I was in a relationship, it's a crazy <laughs> thing for me to be talking about. <laughs> like for real. Like imagine you go on a trip and that happens to you. Your girl's wild. She's gonna be pissed at you. Like it, absolutely, there just needs to be respect on both ends. Like, I think I think to, to answer the first, like the main question, yes, I do believe there's etiquette, yes. etiquette for sure. This actually something we were discussing earlier. Um, I would like your opinion on this because I'm gonna look like an absolute villain when I say my take on this. <laughs> um, so earlier we were talking because, and this man will remain anonymous for the sake of this podcast. Um, one of my homies has a avid history of. Sleeping with his coworkers, and 
his coworker was getting a little handsy this weekend, and she has a boyfriend. And so the topic got brought up, do you respect people's relationships as a single man? Well, I'm not a single man, so I need to think about this one. <laughs> but like, no, nah, I'm playing. If I was single, I, th- I feel like we talked about this in a different lane before. But I was like, it depends on, I think what I said was, it depends on like if, if you're my boy or like somewhat close to me. We, talk about we talked about yeah. this a little bit, but like generally, no. No. Yeah. If I don't know you or have a tie. She no. makes a move, that's not my problem. But if you're yeah. like a boy yeah. of my boy. Like, I, did, like, I did that yeah. once in college. It was Yo, fun. your girl's hand is on my meat right now. You, you expect me <laughs> to stop you. it? <laughs> I'm calling the cops. <laughs> like, I don't know what people expect. Like, yo, she came up to me at the bar, put her hand down there, and looked me in my eyes. She had me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> She's a meat. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Be like, ma'am, <laughs> please respect my boundaries. <laughs> I'm not gonna clap your cheeks today. <laughs> Where shall we go? <laughs> Something that's interesting. We don't talk about enough about how often that happens. Dog. Ooh. First of all, women Uh-oh. do break your boundaries at the bar a lot. Uh-oh. Yeah. So often. Jay. Yeah. What you got on that? Yeah. <laughs> speak on it. Speak on it. I think I just speak on it. There seems to be a culture that ignores unwanted sexual advances from women onto men. Mm. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. That's true. That's true. I have very. For sure, got my dick grabbed at the bar by a woman I do not know. <laughs> um, and it is uncomfortable. Um, it's uncomfortable when it's an attractive woman, because I don't know you. But it's even more uncomfortable when it's an unattractive woman, because it's like, not only do I not know you, but like the sight of you is just not welcome. Bro, you know what? Like, I'm just sitting with that right now, and that's so true. Because like, I'm just literally thinking about the amount of times that I've been out. And like when it happens, you don't even think about it. Because like, the minute you like, react to it or respond to it, like, you immediately feel like you're about to get, like, canceled or some shit, or, like, you're about to do something wrong. You have a a limited range of reactions you can give in that situation without it escalating. If a girl does that to me, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna just look away immediately because I'm like, bro, if I, like, I feel like my next move is, like, being spotlighted. Yeah. Like, you put me in a weird position. I definitely address it. I ask, like, oh, you think you can just touch me? Like, what is Well, yeah, but like I'm just like, whoa, and that happens but a lot. There's, bro. there's so many reactions to that that can go wrong. As you say that to a chick, she's like, "What are you gay?" No, she says that, but I'd be like, "Nah, like I just didn't give you uh, permission." Uh, yeah. Girlfriend, violate my physical boundaries. <laughs> yeah, men are worse. I will always start there. Absolutely, yeah. but we have to stop pretending that women do not also have a problem. Because mm. as do. someone who was a victim <laughs> in college, women do not have the best consent um, boundaries. Mm. It like gets weird. I'm like, yo, like I'm 6'5 and everything, but like you can't treat me how you, th-. like I've, I've, I've had conversations with friends in the past where I'm like, one of my biggest problems with women is in regards to the whole consent thing is like, they think because I'm 6'5 and big that like certain things won't move me. And it's just like, fam, why are you putting your hands on me? And they're like, oh, like, you're still big. I, I didn't think that would hurt. And it's like, fam, yes. Like, what is wrong with you? Don't ever put your fucking hands on me again. <laughs> bro, the thing is, yeah. when it's them doing bro, it... Both my exes hit, hit me. Oh, yeah. They know Not like protected. a repetitive thing, yeah, but, but like... Frank. They did it once or twice, and I was like, yo, like, I'm not, I'm not on that at all. They know they're protected when it's them doing it. They know nothing's going to come out of it. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because it always feels grimy to me because it's like, we got to start the conversation with men first because we're worse. We're mm-hmm. the aggressor, and right. we are the predators of... Yeah, both can Most be true. Situations, both but can be true. I, I am very much, uh, I subscribe to the ideology that two things could be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, back to, back to the topic, I just don't think people respect relationships. And I'm just like, yo, like, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm sorry. Generally, probably not. Yeah, I feel like most people don't. And so he was feeling bad because he was like, yo, like, it's my coworker. I don't want to go there. She has a boyfriend. And I was like, nigga, you were, you were in your 20s. She is hands all over you. I know someone who got fired for that, though. I know two people who got fired for that. I'm an old job. Really? Yeah, there were two managers. They Both what? of them were married, and they had an affair with each other. Both of them got fired. Dude and a girl? Yeah. So, Crazy. you know, at your own Lose risk. your significant other and the bag. Oh, I try not to piss where I eat. That's an automatic fuck-up. It's an automatic fuck-up. You'll, you'll get... Nothing good comes of it. You'll get caught up. Mm-hmm. I won't hold you. You'll get caught up. 
Yeah, I definitely just... pissed where I eat and it was not fun. Or shit where I eat and it was not fun. <laughs> Yo, seeing her after you like stop fucking with her and she's still mad, not not great. It's really not great. In the work climate? That's why I love Yo, we were in college. I was like, yo, it's demon time. She did not know it was demon time. <laughs> we went to work a couple weeks after we ended. Seeing the dude you used to smash flirt with women at the gym is <clears throat> not fun. And I apologize to the, that young lady. But I was a young 19, 20-year-old man living the prime of his life. <laughs> Bro, the, the work-from-home environment probably slowed down a lot of those instances in those cases. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because like sure you're not in the office. Were, the chats were egregious. I don't know. Oh, the shits are monitored. I feel like sending a shot over Zoom and like Teams went up. Yeah. That like, shit's monitored. Like, you like see, no way people are that comfortable. You see something nice over the camera, like you just like you hit the, you know how you can hit someone's name and like privately message them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I bet that was happening. Inside jokes. <laughs> yeah. Emojis bet that was happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, Susie. I feel like nice a lot of people are more there, like a little tidbit. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like y'all are giving people a lot of, like, a lot of, uh... People are stupid and evil. Very yeah, stupid. You should, like, you would, presidents at universities get caught up all the time because their emails are public. That's true. And they be emailing wild shit to subordinate. Think about, think about <laughs> the... Was it the dude from Disney who, uh... He got fired, or was it CNN who got fired because he was fucking one of the, like, executive VPs? And it came... It was, it was de- definitely CNN because it came out during the Cuomo investigation. But, like, one of the, the presidents or whatever of CNN, he, like, stepped down because he was fucking one of the, like, EVPs or the executive vice presidents, and he didn't disclose his relationship to the firm, and it came out during the investigation. But, like, shit happens all the time. Like, people probably think I sound crazy saying this, but it's like, yo, like, we all have faults and we all make mistakes. But I'm not respecting your relationship. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if she comes up to me, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much along the lines of, I don't think you have to be required as a person to respect that person's relationship. I'm just never going to be someone who goes out of my way to do it, if that makes sense. So if it comes to me, exactly, that's your problem. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go. I'm not going to look at someone and be like, "Yo, like his girl is fine. I'm a her. That's never going to be me. Right. Let or me just do. let me let me set that line very clearly. I'm never yeah. going to go out of my way. But like, if I have a layup, I'm sorry. I'm not smoking it. I'm, <laughs> put it off the glass and like, you put yeah. it right back. Or I'm like John, I'm like John Morant, Morant. Like I'm working it in the paint. I'm sorry. Or you shoot the shot. She's like, yeah, I got a boyfriend. And all right, back, back off. off. Yeah, I'm never the guy right. to be the aggressor. Oh, where he at? Like nah, you mm-hmm. go like that. You nah. gotta stop at that. <laughs> you gotta chill at that point. There's no, there's no playing hard to get. You gotta back up. You and know? like <laughs> I say that as a as a single man, but like having been in a relationship before, mm-hmm. I understand. Like if my girl was being approached by a guy, I would prefer he not be wobbling mm-hmm. like because first of all now i gotta throw hands with you wait so you exactly so you're gonna fight him with that same philosophy though absolutely oh bro i would let my girl handle that exactly yeah. but if she didn't handle it though i'm gonna step in i'm gonna break up with her and i'm gonna beat that nigga's ass but then i'm saying why are you wait, beating wait. his ass if she was the aggressor like, so imagine- yeah, wait can you start that again i missed, I missed i'm that. saying if my woman allows it to slide by I'm so, on both their necks. How, like, so are you mean? there? If my girl goes out without you, and she, yeah, and she sees something nice, with it would be so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> how would you know she? Well, you'd have to know that she allowed it. How would you know? What if what if my homie peeps, or like it's been ongoing, and you finally like are out when she's out, and you see you see game. Like sometimes dudes really be picking up. Like he's a problem, and I know he's a problem, and you peep. I'm not even getting upset. I'm and now I'm up. on his neck. And I'm on her neck, too. If I found out they actually cheated, I'm breaking up with her, and I'm beating that nigga's ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, actually, I'll share something. So, like, my girlfriend and I, Miranda, we have, like, an unbelievably trusting relationship, right? Like, she can go wherever. I can go wherever. We know what it is, mm-hmm. right? Never any concern for anything. And it's like, I'm not a jealous person, mm-hmm. like, at all. And this can, what I'm about to say can sound like it, but I'm not. Like, she'll maybe go somewhere and be like, oh, hey, like, one of my friends, like, it'll be a guy. She's like, one of my guy friends um, is going to be there, wants to, like, kick it. Like, it's not even about me being jealous. Mm-hmm. I don't trust anyone. Like, I don't, I don't trust anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can be, like, the nicest dude in the, like, type, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's just how I'm centered. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck how nice you say the person is. Like, 
gonna be like, yeah, I don't fuck with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just gonna like, I don't fuck with that. And that's not because I don't trust her yeah. or anything like that. I'm just like, I don't trust single people, yeah. right? That aren't in relation. I just don't. But, but then I feel like we have that. ulterior motives. <laughs> yeah, us as a group. I'll be <laughs> honest. What are, you, what are you talking about? Because I know for a fact, yeah, like, we're horny. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? If it was me on the other end, like I was a single dude, like I'd be trying to shoot. Right, but. Like, I, you can't, that's not something that you can control. I feel like that's a, that's a conversation with your significant other and you're relying upon them to set those boundaries. Right. Like, I don't, I don't. Right, right. Right, so it's like, the expectation is, because I know whoever I'm going to be in a relationship with, if a, if a woman is flirting with me, she's going to either feel a type of way or have mm-hmm. something to say about it, but we, but we can just have that conversation where I'm like, you know, I would appreciate if you, you know, like handle that in a different way, whatever it is, rather than being like, she or he cannot do this or like I don't feel comfortable with this because of what the single person may do because it takes two to tango like at the end mm-hmm. of the day if a dude shoots and she cheats she chose to cheat exactly or he chose to cheat it's not like oh he was just we were just smoking and da 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 like no you made a conscious decision you wanted to do something yeah so you didn't slip and fall on some dick sorry right so like <laughs> at the end of the day it's like a you can be single and shoot all you want at someone in a relationship but at the end of the day the person in a relationship if they choose to act on it that's the well, de- decision they're making i have never cheated because i've never had the need to cheat mm-hmm. that's just the end of the end of the day you can throw as many women at me i'm not folding right meg the stallion who's one of my biggest crushes could walk in this door if i was in a relationship it's over with i'm not doing anything like yes you are you know <laughs> he just lied, he just yeah. lied. <laughs> that was not true that's, that's your whole past today. no no no, no, no. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing anything but i'm definitely gonna go up to my girl and be like yo like meg can we do like a Threesome? <laughs> <laughs> we can both get something out of this. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, yo, I fuck like this. She'd see right through that. She'd see right through that. Yeah, because I'm going uh, in there to put work. <laughs> I'm glad you're in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing my therapist next Friday. <laughs> no, bro, but like, like on a real note, though, that's why like I'm never going to be like, I'm never going to tell Miranda like, no, like I forbid you from like, you know what I'm saying? Like kicking it with, with, a dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, women are gonna move how they move. You're never gonna control any any woman, bro. But like, I just don't trust any single person, personally. They're horny. Yeah. You're talking to someone who is single. Ulterior motives. Yeah, bro. Matt is one of the nicest guy ever, and he Matt's would never an exception. Cross. Yeah, Matt's he's an exception. Rare breed yeah. right here. There's like two of Matts like in the world. For, For every hundred people, there's probably two Matts. Yeah. And the chances of you, you meeting generous. both of them is, is very, very unlikely. I'm sorry. It's generous. And those are just her homies. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot, of times, a lot of times they're masqueraded as mats, but they're Yo, not. Another Twitter thing was uh, someone brought up and they were like, saying that's my brother to somebody is really crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck with him. Like, like in 2022, a woman telling me, yo, that's my brother is grounds for me to stop talking. Because <laughs> clearly you don't, you don't really fuck with me because like you disrespect the shit out of me right now telling me that's my brother. You could say that's my friend. Like I've known him for a long time. But saying he's that's my brother, like you don't like me. I'm Your sorry. Is- like, I'm, like who are you talking to? I'm just lying. Through the bullshit. Especially if like you actually did beat. I'm like, yo, you were wilding yo, right now. what? Like I'm up, I'm up front. Like, and this is actually another thing that I, I wanted to bring up based on the brunch conversation we had earlier. But fucking in the friend group. I'm open with the women I talk to. I've slept with like 60% of the women I'm friends with. I'm not, not going to hang out with them. I don't have any physical attraction to them anymore. But like things happen. I was drunk or, you know, we were really close or I had a low moment. We were, I was post breakup or... It was a good summer. You know what I'm saying? Like, things happen. <laughs> but that's still a homie, though. Like, mm-hmm. my, my, half of my closest, like, I'm talking about, like, the closest six women to me, about half of them I've slept with. Like, realistically. And other half, we've always been, like, brother-sister look. And I, I hate saying that, given we just said the whole brother-sister thing. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, that's family to me. But, like, I would never call that person my sister. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and so for me, it's one of those things where it's a very dangerous line you tote. Uh, one of the things I've actually gotten better at, and I think from my last relationship a year ago, is I've realized that like as a dude in a relationship, like liking random thirst traps on Instagram is probably not the best move. And I think that like that's something I've taken away <laughs> in the last year is like 
I used to get in arguments with that with, about <clears throat> with women. They're like, why, if you're in a relationship, why do you feel the need to like like our picture? And it's like, um, I like everyone's picture, so just staying socially engaged is how the algorithm works. It popped into my like, feed. Like what? Like <laughs> am I not supposed to like make the sound's picture? I do like this person whose pictures I like. It's a decent picture. Kim, Kim, Kim Kardashian's new Kim wear sounds like it looks pretty good. I'm sorry. I hope you don't analyze my like tweets. <laughs> but they do. Yeah. They do be doing but that. also that's the wrong girl. So she's a problem if she can't. No, 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 no. I, I realize like celebrities are probably I'm not gonna not like their pictures, but like a random girl I knew from like college putting a bathing suit picture up, I'm probably gonna like avoid like you all like dope, you went on vacation. I don't need to like it. Mm-hmm. I can just walk away and be like, yo, that's cool, whatever. I don't need to go out of my way. Like if you go through her pictures and like her last ten pictures I've liked, it probably looks a little crazy being in a relationship. And that's one of the things I've realized um, oh, lately is just like, there's just certain things you do extra out of respect for your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's a tough, tough situation to be in. Um, but question for you guys. Have you fucked in the front group? No. No. Not in a minute. Like not a current friend group. No. You've never ever fucked in the friend group. Mm-mm. Definitely like college, high school, like but Okay, I haven't since I came to Chicago. Yeah. But definitely when I was in college and grad school. You and know, like a girl that's like kicking it with like your friends? And like yeah. the same. Yeah, like yeah. the friend group, the 12 group is like 12, the friend group's like 12 deep. Uh, I wouldn't do that at our age cuz like those are like real relationships in regards to like <laughs> you had to forge those at a different level. Like my college <laughs> friends are family to me. Yeah, but we were also like very benefit like benefited off the fact that we were like placed in the same dorm. Yeah. If I'm friends with you at this age, like I went out of my way to make friends with you because making friends with an adult is weird. <laughs> we're like we're 25. Yeah, 26. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to make that many new friends the rest of my life. Like, I accept the fact that like 75 percent of my friend group for the rest of my life is already in place. You guys have like those friends relationships, like the show friends, like, yeah, <laughs> the three and three. I don't have like yeah, yeah. a group like that. Yeah. That's a difficult thing to maintain. Yeah. Some TV show shit, literally. Right. I also just realized that, like, if you have to fuck in the friend group, <laughs> that's just, that's it's just, a lot. It's messy. There's a I lot of women in Chicago. But people get a rush out of that. You're asking for that. You're intent, yeah, you're doing that for a purpose. Yeah. Like, there's other women. Plus, like, exactly, bro. bringing your new girl around the, the squad and one of the girls in the squad is someone you used to hook up with is a little awkward. And I'm speaking from experience. But you need therapy if you do that in the first place. You know what I mean? You need therapy regardless, therapy. but we're encouraging that here. Yeah, this is a very <laughs> pro therapy we're podcast. We're friendly to that here. If you are listening, we're all for I highly suggest you get therapy. <laughs> Let's get sponsored. Reboot or something. Yeah. I really need to get a therapist and tap in, though. I don't believe in the online stuff. stuff. I'll be yeah, honest. It's, it's worth it. Trash. I don't. Definitely worth it. I believe in, like, the vid- like you can do, like, the videos and shit like that, but I think you could, you should have, like, an actual therapist, not just, like, calling somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if my therapist was like, yeah, we need to do a video session, I'd be like, yeah, cool. But, like, I have history with her. We have a rapport. Right? You're, like, sitting in the room and laying down and... No, she got a nice little couch. Okay. She got a nice little setup. I'm not going to lie to you. It's near my, it's near my old crib. Yeah. You pull up, park, text her. She comes down and gets you. You sit on the couch. and She, 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 sits, she sits down with her, like, clipboard and shit. She's like, so what's happening? I'm like, don't I got some stories for you? <laughs> <laughs> and then we just get into it. She gives me good feedback. She tells me how to, like, change things. My thing is, like, I'm very big on, like, productive um, productive sessions in regards to, like, she's very big on what can you do to improve rather than just, like, giving you pro- positive affirmation and shit like that. She's like, you're continuously making the same mistakes. Here's how you can stop them. Let's put things, like, checkpoints in place so that you make the steps necessary to, like, see results which has actually made my life exponentially better. And that's part of the reason why I told you guys I deleted the dating apps off my life is she's like, you know, because after my breakup a year ago, she was like, I feel like you don't know what you want in a relationship, and so you need a date. And so um, I went out on a lot of dates, obviously, and talked to a lot of people. And lately, the last couple months, I was talking to you guys, I was just like, yo, like, I don't really, like, I don't really fuck with a lot of these girls. Like, they're cool to hang out with, but, like, they're not enriching me the way I would normally feel in a relationship. And that's why I deleted them was like, I'm going to focus on, you know, the people in my life right now. And, and when I date, I want to be intentional and consistent with it. And so 
I'm not sure. getting that from from dating apps. And that I think that's a direct reflection of conversations I've had with my therapist where she was like, you need to date and figure out what you want. And I did the dating apps thing and I still don't know what I want. So I'm like, clearly this isn't helping me. Maybe so, that was organic meets. Yeah, and that's, and that's why I'm more focused on in-person things because obviously I still don't know what I want in a relationship, which is why when women ask me, like, what are we? I'm like, I, I don't know how to appropriately respond to that question. Like, if you want to leave my life, like, you are more than willing to go. I'm not holding you here. Like, dog, I'm ill. Like, I want to date an ill woman. Like, you can... It, I don't know how to properly explain that. Like, knows himself. Exactly. Like, I thoroughly believe, like, if we were clicking at that level, I would have an indication of that. Not only that, but... It's one of those things where I don't feel like I'm being properly nourished as a partner. Like, I had this conversation with one homies this weekend where there was this girl who, like, is interested in me. And she, like, hit me up earlier this week. And I, like, told her, like, yo, I have to cancel. Um, I'm sick. And she hit me up. She was like, oh, like, that's unfortunate. feel better. Like, do you need anything? And I texted her back. And then I just didn't hear from her from, like, four or five days. And I was like, I understand we're busy. But if a girl tells me she's sick, I'm checking in on her. That's just like a decency thing, like mm-hmm. a human thing. And I literally texted my homies the next day. I was like, I'm not taking her seriously. Because, like, there's no way that I tell someone I'm sick and you're a potential partner of mine and you just don't check in on me. Like, that's weird to me. Is that, is that weird? Like, mm-hmm. am I weird for thinking that? Well, how long's your relationship been? Like, we've, we've kicked it, like, three, four times. Like, I've crashed over there twice. Like, I've met her dog, like, type shit. Um, and so I was like, even if we like, don't really know each other like that, you could at least send a text through. Nah, I think a check-in is appropriate. Unless she probably thought you were just flaking. But a check-in is appropriate. I just, I thought it was weird. Like, and part of it, it might go back to our first conversation in regards to like differences between people of different cultures and, and systems. But like, I'm the type of dude where like, one of the girls that like is cool with me, she like, I've only known her a couple weeks. She, uh, fuck she like was either stressed or something about work and i was like do you need anything and she's like i don't know she's like how can you make my day better and i was like yo just send me like your address and i'll send you like some ice cream some cough medicine and a water and she's like oh my god you don't need to do that but i was like that's who i am or like another girl i'm cool with it was her birthday weekend and we know each other for like three four weeks and i sent her an uber eats delivery on my card and i was like that's just who i am so like seeing it on the opposite end where i'm like i'm telling you i'm sick and you're not even sending a text through? Like, yeah. what's up with you? Like, and that was a moment where I was like, I don't care what happens between me and her moving forward, but like, I'm not taking her seriously. You just gotta fuck with someone that reciprocates. Well, that's it. It's yeah. simple. I mean, I feel, like, like, I feel like that goes back to, to the thing you said earlier, though, around what expectations do you or do we project on the people based on the ways that we communicate and like what we value and how we operate? Like, I mean, that goes back to the whole like love language thing. Like, that's very real. The way that people show affection is very real as well. So I mean, honestly, and maybe this made me look shysty, but I'm not. I'm not sure that I'm that surprised she didn't check in. Honestly, like given the way that you describe the dynamic, not to say that it's right or wrong. Um, and, and that's why I'm willing to like still kick it with her. But like, I need to get the psyche behind how that played out. I mean, yes. I mean, yes and no. Because to me, it's kind of like. I mean, I like if you were seriously entertaining. Her, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of like, just mixed on whether or not you're coming at it, looking at both sides. Yeah, like I can understand why you're like, I'm not gonna take her seriously, but at the same time, it's like, were you ever really taking her that seriously before that? Remotely, yes. Okay. Like, I was like, I'm gonna see how this plays out. Like, you're someone that, like, from a background standpoint, she's got a master's degree. She was studying at her PhD, dropped out, works a great job, has a nice place, has a dog, has a car. Yeah. Like, someone I, mean, I, I could... Feel s- like, I feel like Grace could be given to that. Like, if you're still... Just say, like, you didn't text me when I was six, so you are... Therefore, we will not date. Yeah, but, like, I also then texted her yesterday just to check in to give her the benefit of the doubt, and I was like, yeah. yo, are you okay? Yeah. And then I got, like, one text back, and was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, are you okay? Are you feeling better? And I replied back, and then she just completely ghosted me again. Okay, so then, yeah, that's... And right. I was like, yeah. I'm not doing this. Like, yeah. what are we on right now? And, like, it was cool because, like, she told me previously, like, a lot of dudes have been, like, on her ass about texting and shit, and she gets busy, and, like, I understand how stressful her job is. And it's the difference between being busy and just, like, not communicating. Yeah. 
And I think that was my problem was like, even if I wasn't sick, like disappearing for four days is like, if, if that's your style of communication, like that should be, like I tell girls that up front, like you might not hear from me every day, but I'm gonna check in. And if you want to talk to me, just hit me up. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't feel the need to text you every fucking time, but like, if you want to talk to me, just hit me up and we can have that dialogue. That's what we were saying earlier, bro. Whatever you're doing, be intentional. Correct. Yeah. Move how you move, be intentional. And consistent. Yeah, if you don't fuck with someone, let them know. Move how you move, bro. There are so many topics on this list that we not we will not get to. <laughs> we might have to do a part two next week. Just pick up where we left off. Honestly, we could. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm about it. I'm down. I'm down. Um thank you guys for listening this week. I'm glad to be back. I'm here with my amazing co-host. Um, as always, remember to stay authentic this week. Thank you.